0: back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm joined online today by Tammy Slay. Many of you who listen to the show know that Tammy is my girlfriend. She lives in Dallas, Texas. She is also a real estate broker and a great salesperson and I love to have her on the show whenever she is available. So thank you for making yourself available to be on the show with us.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me. It's fun to be here with you. And
0: happy new year.
1: Happy New Year to you.
0: Happy New Year. We were together on New Year, so it's not like we didn't wish each other Happy New Year. I'm not going to ask you in front of everyone to report what time you went to sleep on New Year's Eve, but if you wanted to tell people what time it was...
1: 9.30.
0: (laughs) We were tired. We had walked. How many steps had we walked that day? Because we were walking everywhere.
1: So I think you were right at 20,000, and I was at like 18,000. So
0: we had walked like 9 or 10 miles for the day, which was a lot of fun. We were both worn, slap out. And then what did we eat on New Year's Day?
1: On New Year's Day, we had um, collard greens, black-eyed peas, cornbread, and meatballs.
0: So I, I have Cleve's Famous Meatballs that I made for your daughter-in-law, who is uh, unfortunately experiencing some of the nausea that comes from uh, being expecting. And so we took those to her, but we had uh, black-eyed peas, cornbread, and collard greens. And I think those are for good luck, for um, uh, prosperity, and I don't remember what the other is, but they were delicious, weren't they?
1: They were. They were so good. Yeah, we started cooking those the night before, and we had them going all
0: all night long. We cooked those collard greens into absolute submission. We just cooked them. (laughs) So... (laughs) So for those of you who want to connect with us, remember it's easy. Just go to GoGaddisRadio.com. You'll find the ability to ask us for more information on selling your house, to ask for your neighborhood to be included in our neighborhood spotlight. You can share ideas with us. You can yell at us and tell us we don't know what we're talking about. You can do whatever you want to. Just go to GoGaddisRadio.com. We love it when our listeners interact with us. Tammy, after you and I had been dating about a year, now you, your favorite place, I think, And all of Dallas is the Dallas Arboretum. By the way, I saw some pictures of the Botanical Garden in Fort Worth. And I'm telling you, we got to add that to our list because that place looks gorgeous as well. But you love the Dallas Arboretum. And I am totally into um, horticulture and ornamental shrubs and trees and things like that. And so I love the Atlanta Botanical Garden. So as we were getting to know one another and traveling from city to city and spending time together... We would go almost every single trip to your arboretum, and we'd go almost every single trip to the botanical gardens in Metro Atlanta. For Tammy, I would say it is your happy place, and I don't know what everybody who listens believes, but I think when you are at a botanical garden or an arboretum, I think you feel much closer to your Heavenly Father.
1: Correct yes
0: and for me i can relate to that feeling but for me it is it's just an overwhelmingly positive experience because i love to look at all the beauty there is in nature and i know that most of the ornamentals we look at they're not really naturally occurring in nature somebody's taken two or three different plants and put them together and and propagated different things but it is just an amazing place so tell everybody what you did for me and we believe that we both, even though we try to manage the amount of time we spend working, we believe that it's so easy just to work way more than we need to. And uh, you, you are uh, not as old as I am, but the years just click away faster and faster and faster as you get older. And we want to make sure that we're doing stuff to enjoy ourselves. So you came up with really what I consider to be an inspired idea in uh, June of 22, Correct. 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 Yep. Okay. Okay. So tell everybody what that idea was because it is so much fun. Now, listen up because this is something you guys, if you're listening, might want to do as well.
1: Uh, so, yes, we love touring botanical gardens and arboretums. And what I did in – so it was one year from the um, – month and time that you originally called me and we started yes. um, dating and having conversations. And
0: you'd had a year to determine whether or not you would still like me. So I, I, I made the cut. I made the cut.
1: Yeah, you. we had a year together <laughs> and So I I created a book and I used chat books to use it or to create it if anybody was interested in that. But I created um, a book and it has an arboretum or botanical garden from all 50 states with the addition of the two national, the national arboretum and the national botanical garden that are located in Washington, D.C. Um, But the endeavor was or the purpose of it was to that we would you know, venture on this endeavor together and visit all 50 states, botanical
0: or Or arboretum. Arboretum. Yep. Yep. And I have to, if I could add, so Tammy, when she selected the botanical gardens or the arboretums for us to tour, I thought she picked the official state botanical garden or arboretum in every state. Turns out that she had an even better plan because the experience is so different because of what she did. So if you don't mind, Tammy, I'm going to tell them that you looked at botanical gardens and arboretums in every state, and you picked the ones that had pictures that resonated most with you. Yes. And so on our last tour, we were in the Northeast U.S. Not our our last, but over the last four or five months, we went to the Northeast, and we started in Vermont. And we flew into um, Burlington, and we drove to Stowe, and then we drove to a little city outside of Stowe. And when you're a city outside of Stowe, that's a small city. And the botanical garden was literally in someone's backyard.
1: Half an acre. Only half an
0: acre. Max, maybe even a quarter of an acre. I mean, it was teeny. And you have this little donation box, wooden donation box on the side of the barn that you put your donation in. Absolutely gorgeous. Well, just three short hours later, we're on the coast of Maine at a 360-acre botanical gardens that, in my opinion, right now today... That it is my favorite one is the one I would give the number one rating. So I say kudos to you for your selection process because we don't know what we're going to get into with each one of the botanical gardens.
1: Yeah, we don't, and (laughs) it's been a joyful, the experience. I mean, one we love touring them, but I think the bigger, you know, purpose behind it that we're finding is we have this, you know, unified goal this this challenge we're, we're this working endeavor. on something
0: together we're we working are. on something and together
1: it's for our relationship of well we can't call it quits right because we're only 22 states in we got to well, keep going
0: absolutely yes. and and so real quick for all the men who are listening or for all the partners who are more of the planners for us who does the planning of all of our trips you do mm-hmm. you do and does that get me brownie points well of And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So we have 52, 50 states plus two. How many botanical gardens and arboretums have we already toured of the 52? Do you remember?
1: 22.
0: 22 plus the two national ones.
1: Okay. All right. So 24. 24. 24.
0: 24 of 52. So that means we have 28 more to go. Now, when I asked you a couple of days ago, or it might have even been yesterday, what was one kind of personal goal you had for 2024? And I don't even think I said goal because I certainly didn't say New Year's resolution or something. But what was something that you're trying to accomplish in your personal life? Tell everybody what that is because I loved reading it.
1: Um, So I wrote that I wanted to add to that list of those 24, 16. I would like to get have us complete 16 um, additional gardens this year in
0: 2020. So by the end of the year, we should be at a total of 40. Botanical Gardens, and now we've hit all the states that are really close together, so we're going to have to get serious yeah. about our traveling. We went and saw her daughter in Rapid City, South Dakota, which is where Mount Rushmore is, and we flew into Minneapolis. We drove to St. Cloud. We drove over to... Do you remember the name? Brookings, South Dakota, at the eastern end of South Dakota, and then drove all the way across South Dakota. If you want to know how many people we saw, zero. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. We probably saw 25 cars the entire way across the state of South Dakota, all the way to Rapid City, and so we knocked out Minnesota, and we knocked out South Dakota in one trip, so we're always having to find ways to be creative, so we've talked a lot, Tammy, about beauty, and about aesthetics, and about, you know, all of the reasons that we love to go to botanical gardens, and that leads me into, what about the curb appeal of a home? Is it important? We've only got about two minutes left in the segment, but is curb appeal really that important to a home buyer? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I'll sum it up real quick. Yeah.
0: Okay, end of discussion. Thank you very much, Tammy. It was amazing. So why do you think it is? For me, it is. Now, I can see past a lack of curb appeal because I know that I can fix it, but I don't think a lot of people can do that.
1: Yeah, a lot of people can't, Um, but I I would say that even you who can see past curb appeal may question the quality of care that was put inside a home based upon what you're being presented when you first
0: Oh, now wait a minute. Now, that is a unique perspective that you drive up to the front of the home, and based on the care or, even more importantly, the lack thereof you might assume, well, shoot, this person hasn't taken care of anything, so I better double, triple, quadruple check everything.
1: Yes. yes, But just on aesthetics, curb appeal is absolutely important. I mean, first impressions, right? Like we do it all the time. We do it when we date. We do it when we go on job interviews. We do it every – it's your first – you know, vision of that property when you pull up or when you see it online, it's what gets you to go. You either want to go in the door or you want to click on photo number two. Get on out of there.
0: Yep. And if you're looking to Find some help with Curb Appeal for your current home. You can go to com right here in Atlanta, or you can call us at 770-497-0000. If you happen to be in Dallas, live in Dallas, or know somebody that lives in Dallas, and you want to refer them to Tammy Slay, we'd love it. You can just go to gogattisradio.com as well and say, hook me up with that, Tammy, and I promise you we will get you hooked up with her right away. So Curb Appeal does matter. And so I said that it really wouldn't matter to me. I could look over it. But the reality is, is if curb appeal was not right, I would probably penalize the listing some type of price. We've got to take another quick break. Tammy, you going to stick with us?
1: Yes, I am. When
0: we come back, we're going to talk about whether or not you can do a tax-free exchange with negative equity. And also, we're going to discuss whether or not a reduction in interest rates really make that much of a difference in terms of purchasing power. Stick with us. We'll be back.